You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. It's a Tuesday. It's going to be nice today, although it might rain, but the weekend's going to be cold. So that said, I'm tired. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, yesterday, I made the move where I have a certain drawers in my dresser. Like underwear drawers? Uh, just drawers, yeah, where I put clothing. Oh, okay. Dra- drawers. Right. So, and then I have uh, drawers under my bed. But those Why? are not easy to Extra? get to. Yeah. Okay. So I put my, whatever season we're in, I put those clothes in the accessible drawers. Well, your life's busy, huh? And then the other clothing goes into the drawers under the bed. This was your Monday afternoon. This is what I did yesterday. Yesterday, I made the transition, Jerry. I put all the T-shirts in the drawers under the bed. I took all of the long-sleeve clothing out and put it in the accessible drawers. I leave everything out all year. Well, I don't have I, I, I don't have the drawer space. Nah, I have two closets, so I leave everything out. But you hang stuff? I do. See, I don't hang and everything. And I fold stuff. Yeah, I fold stuff. I have drawers, dresser. Yeah. And I hang stuff. There's certain things that's hangable. That other Little thing, cubbies. Other things that get get hung, it, it stretches the hung. neck out. See, I am lucky that I have the extra bedroom, which I've converted into an office. Yeah. So my wife gets the big closet in the bedroom. I get the smaller closet, but then I get the extra closet in the office. Well, what are you putting in the closet versus the drawer? How do you make the determination? This is going to be hung up. This is going in a drawer. Button-down shirts are hung nice up. Nice pants. Nice pants. Hung that up. stuff gets hung up. Everything okay. else gets folded. Right. Like the shirt you have on today, you have on a Dallas Cowboys long sleeve shirt. I does. That's folded. Folded. Now I mean this in a positive way. Do please do not take this as an oh, insult. Oh Jesus. When I saw your shirt today, yeah. I have a similar shirt. Okay. But it's gray. It's a Dallas Cowboy shirt. It reminds me that, and it is around this time of year, that we would get the Sears catalog. Yeah. And I want Sears to bring back all of the NFL clothing from the 1980s. I wonder if you can. Let's go. You probably can find some of that stuff. There's a there's a great follow on Twitter called Super 70s Sports. Right. He's got a, a, a very large following. He posts a lot of great stuff from the 70s and 80s. Sure. And he'll post different pages from like the Sears catalog and the the clothing that was available. The NFL. part? No, no, no. The NFL, like <laughs> all your NFL stuff. I remember, Al. I was with you, man. man. I, I couldn't wait to get it to see the jerseys they would have available. Yes. And the, yeah, I know. And the and paraphernalia. Didn't, and you didn't get all of the... You, you couldn't get every player. No, they would have like three or four per team. If that, the Cowboys maybe the had Cowboys three or four. Cowboys always had. But like if you wanted a, from the Chargers, you were getting Dan Fouts. That was it. You did not have an option. That is true. You You're didn't right. have Charlie Joyner. 
Wes Chandler. This is before Fanatics, everybody. Chuck so Muncie, you, know. you did not have an option. Yeah, I know. If you wanted uh, the Oilers, you got Earl Campbell. When I was a kid, when I would say, when I say kid, I would say teenage years. Yeah. Like, I remember one year for Christmas, my Christmas list was nothing but jerseys. Mm-hmm. Baseball jerseys and football. I was never into basketball jerseys. Some hockey, but mostly football and baseball jerseys. Yeah. And I remember making, remember Benny Blades? Was that a guy's name? Yes. Was that? He was on the Lions, right? Or the Seahawks maybe, maybe Seahawks? played for both at Whatever. some point. Point is, I remember like had all these random, and I would go through the Sears catalog and see which ones I liked, yes. which ones I wanted. Um, and I remember at that point, I'm like, that would be a really cool store to have. And I, w- I was going to call it Just Jerseys. Just Jerseys. Because I was so into it. And then I meet guys like Sal Licata, you know, back in 1999 here, or 2000, whatever. And he was exactly the type of person that I thought would come and actually shop there because Sal would buy a new jersey every two weeks. A brand new, brand new jersey. He was a yeah. jersey freak. But I never did that. Yeah, I did the same thing as you. Like, I would pick different teams and different players, even though I was a Cowboys fan yeah. back then. I st- Do you have any left? I still have some. Uh, I do not. I still have my Bo Jackson jersey. I still have, which I've worn back in the early days of Boomer and Carton. I still have my Troy Aikman UCLA jersey. That. Uh, what else do I have? I have jerseys I've purchased as an adult. I do not have jerseys. That I had as a kid. See, I haven't, I haven't bought any jerseys as an adult. I think the last jerseys I bought was probably when I was seventeen or eighteen. I guess that's an adult, but you know, it's a while ago. Yeah, I'm. We're talking early '90s is probably the last time I bought a jersey. I would say I had a Brian Bosworth jersey, which I do not believe I have any longer. That and the J.C. Penney catalog would come out too. They were more. I would check yeah. that as well. Yeah. You know what? But Sears mm. was it. Now you have me curious. Was it the J.C. Penny one that I got all the NFL stuff, or was it Sears? They both had it. They both had it. They both had them. That was good stuff. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So that shirt reminds me of that. It Did makes you, me... be honest, I yeah. know you were in and out of sleep last night. But so I'm on headset with my producer in Los Angeles last night doing the pregame. And when you get the first shot of the field, I say, look at these sons of bitches. Not talk back, not on the air, obviously. I said... Giants going old school. They're putting the Cowboys in blue. Yes. And Danny White on the broadcast made mention of it. They were talking about that, how right. teams like the Redskins and the, and the Giants and the Eagles would make them wear blue on the road because they thought it got in their head. He's yeah, like, no we more. never thought anything of it <laughs> because we just weren't very good in those spots. And so, but they think about it. So Danny White didn't think about wearing the blue jerseys funny. for bad luck. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't buy into it. He goes, we just didn't play well. I don't think there is a single player on the Dallas Cowboys who is even aware that's a thing. How about that? I would agree. Um, Maybe Jason Witten. He's old Yeah, school. I disagree with that. Like, do you know the – I didn't even realize this until two years ago. Do you realize when the Cowboys go in the victory formation, they do the old offensive line, get up and reset? I did not. As a unit? Yeah. When they're in victory formation, they will do the old Cowboys line, line whatever you want to call it, line move, which line is set, really yeah. cool. So I'm, they have to be somewhat aware of the Cowboys over the past. You're right. The guys that's 21 years old, yeah. probably not. But I think there are some of them that are cerebral enough, that care enough, that might know. And the Giants even wore the old helmet logo with that says Giants, yeah, not no, I NY. I like those. I yeah, whatever. They, they were very popular on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. People like Okay, they were fine. I saw one person, they're the greatest uniforms ever. No, they're not. I they're, saw multiple they're actually, people they're not write that. Yeah. They're, 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 they're good. They're white uniforms. They're, they're not great. I don't like the all-white uniforms for any team. You think Jamal Adams is aware of the blue uniform for the Cowboys? No. He grew up in Dallas. Yeah, no. 
His dad played around that time, didn't he? I don't know. George Adams? Never. Sorry, never heard of you, George Adams. Oh, boy. I'm going to say no. Only because the amount of players that get that we see at camps and that come in studio when we're off the air that are barely aware Boomer played. Agreed. They have no... The players today have very little history of the game. But Jamal Adams, I only say him because he seems like someone that grew up in the area and he's been very clear about wanting to play there, obviously, yeah. we learned last week. And since he was around the game because his dad played, that's why I say him. But I don't even think the Cowboys wearing the blue jerseys was bad luck, even in the Troy Aikman era. I think it, it was wasn't. over by then. Oh, in the Aikman era, it was over. Well, like, so, like, Jamal Adams was well, probably— Well, Adams played, or played before that. But, but Jamal, to be aware of it, had to be— Again, I'm just thinking he yeah. might know his dad's history and the history of. I'm going to ask him next time I see we him. We should. When do you think that'll be? Jets camp next year? If he's on the Jets. If he's on the Jets. He could be on the uh, Lions next year. All right. Well, I'll see him. Jerry, I'll see him somewhere down the road. <clears throat> Here's an interesting thing that Netflix is doing. And Seth Myers. Do you know who Seth Myers is, Jerry? I do. He's a stand-up comedian, a talk show host, and used to do the news on SNL. Right on. So he has a new stand-up special on Netflix that is coming with a... Is it funny? I'm sure he is very funny. But And here's the good part about it. This I would, I'd be interested in. Seth Meyers' Netflix stand-up special will come with a skip button for Trump jokes. If you don't want political jokes, when they're about to come up, you can hit the... <laughs> it comes up on the screen if you want to skip this. This is too funny. That I love. When did you, this all start? You can skip... You can skip jokes that focus on Donald Trump. When do you think the politics got so nasty? Um, and I, I don't mean just in terms of debates because that's happened forever. They got to win. I get well, that. Well, I, I think the I think it I think it probably had always been uh, Democrats versus Republicans. This Republicans bad, though. Are, we're more aware of it because of social media. So for sure, every dope on Facebook and Twitter and but Instagram. I guess my question you to see you, it. as someone who likes comedy, yeah, were stand-up comedians in the seventies just destroying the president? I can't imagine. I right, don't. That's think what so. I mean. Yeah, I don't mean this. I forget the social. Yeah, I don't media think I saw new. it in the eighties. Like I went, I went. I've seen a couple of shows now. I want to walk out. Yeah, and it's well, it doesn't matter who you like. It's just I, I didn't come here to get. Told about politics. Well, I now you just hit the skip button. Paid, on this. Not when I'm live. Oh, when you're and sitting I'm there, there. I didn't pay eighty dollars a ticket to learn to have a political lesson about right. what your views are. Like I paid for you to make me laugh. Right. And I'm not. And no one is because even the ones that are on the side of the comedian, they're just like, yeah, yeah. Like that's not funny. Like, like what are we doing? Is this a rally or is it a right. stand-up show? That's what I mean. I like my stand-up comedy and my rock music concerts to be politics-free, Jerry. That's fine. I mean, at least at least with the concerts, it's nothing more than a, a comment right? as opposed to a soliloquy. You know, when that happens, then I'm out. Right. But, yeah, very interesting. All right. So I will check out. I do think Seth Meyers is funny. I like his stand-up. I used to love when he would do the news on SNL. So is that basically a prerequisite? Not a prerequisite. Is that basically a warning that he's attacking Trump in this special? No, he just said, it dawned on me that because it was on Netflix, there would be this opportunity to put in technology that would allow people to skip it. It's a way to build in the response to anyone who would say, oh, let me guess, there's going to be jokes about the president. Right. So now, boom. 
Okay. He also will cover family, fatherhood, and why you should never take your girlfriend to Paris for her birthday. Look, Ooh, I would like to know that answer. <laughs> look for that, Jerry. Because I have no interest in Paris. Me neither. I'd like a good reason to tell my wife why we're not going. Paris also seems like one of those places that... Although I could take my girlfriend? Uh, no, it says never take your girlfriend <laughs> or your wife. I'm kidding. Especially both of them together. <laughs> that would be a mess. Paris to me seems like a place where terrorists would hit. Well, they did last year. Yeah, so like I have no interest in going, to, going there. Well, I mean, they also hit here. Right. But I have to come here. That's true. I'm not going to vacation somewhere where terrorists might hit. Might be anywhere, dude. You don't They don't know. really hit Italy. I, I but Paris, so. they they love Paris. Right. Well, I don't really care for Paris. Me neither. I just want a beach and a palm tree. I'm still holding a grudge all of France. When I was uh, in 1986, when I was a junior in high school, and Muammar Gaddafi was being a douche to us from Libya, yeah. and we wanted to go bomb them, and France wouldn't let us use their airspace. Their airspace, I know. And then we ac- accidentally, in quotes, Jerry, accidentally hit some of their buildings when we bombed them. That's right, France. Holding a grudge. Also, I don't think they like Americans there. Boy, the French. is going to be really upset that Al's not going to visit their country. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, France. I'm thinking about now not even uh, visiting this place called Stockport. In the UK, Jerry, based on this story, I'm Again, reading. a place I really don't want to go to, London. I'm you good. really don't want to go here. Go see a clock that they named Ben. Big Ben and Parliament. A drunk and drugged up man, quote, tried to have sex with a pile of leaves in the car park of a premier inn. He was seen thrusting with his trousers around his ankles in full view of families eating at a beef eater pub in Stockport. 26 years old. He pulled up his underwear before running away and hiding in bushes when the hotel staff confronted him. Ten minutes later, police called him out of the bushes. He's been locked up for eight weeks. Eight weeks? Yep. For humping a leaf? Yes. Wow. Leaves. That's a tough way to go to jail. Yeah. Quote, this is from the hotel staff, we saw a white male with his trousers down and we could see his bum. (laughs) that's how they say butt in England there was nothing between me and this male he was about a car length away from me and he appeared to be having sex at one stage I shouted to him what are you doing you dirt bag and then he leapt up pulled his trousers up London lingo that they use dirt bag well let's see It's, it's blanked out in this article it says what are you doing you dirty D or I'm sorry B Oh, bastard. What are you doing, you dirty bastard? (laughs) We rang the police, and I kept shouting, what are you doing? He gave no explanation. Yeah, because he doesn't have one. He was looking for a release. Yes. Here's an idea. Do it at your own house. A defense lawyer for this gentleman said that the man took a combination of illicit substances and alcohol and got himself into some sort of state. Illicit substances. He was in a terrible state, Jerry. Terrible state. He has no recollection of humping the leaves. (laughs) This is related to him taking drugs ranging from cocaine to cannabis and alcohol. And that right there is one to grow on. And that's why Al Dukes does not do weed. Right. He doesn't want to hump leaves. When they interviewed him, he was not aware of what happened and was mortified. Is it all right if you bring a bag of leaves in your apartment and hump them? Yeah, because you're not bothering anybody. (laughs) Do you imagine it was on your penis? 
Right. I would imagine you get um, uh, something. Yeah. Like what's that uh, uh, when you uh, when you get the itchy uh, poison ivy? Good lord! Imagine having poison ivy there on your schween. Oh my god, that sounds horrible. Just constantly scratching. Oh, I'm itchy just thinking about it. That's what, like when I see dogs itching themselves a lot. I'm like, what's going on? You don't want to know. Especially when they do the one behind your ear and their collar jingles. It's like fleas. Yeah. That's why being a urologist or a gynecologist has just got to be brutal. Because you always think about the guy who's in shape that goes to whatever, limp wiener, he needs the blue pill. Okay, fine. But what about the guy that walks in that's got poison ivy on his penis? Right. Or what about the girl, the woman, who's not in the best of shape that's got a yeast infection? Uh. (laughs) I'm just saying, these are medical conditions. Yeah. Right? Or vaginal discharge. Yeah. But that's the ju- but that's the life of that doctor that you don't really think about. Right. Anything that has a discharge to it, that I don't want. Well, I would think not. Yeah. It's nasty. Even yeah. when it's your own. Right. Oh yeah. You don't want to be discharge? Ugh. Disgusting. I think I've made out queasy. Mm. The Oregon ducks, you're familiar with them, Jerry? Do they have discharge? Uh they do not. But they uh, do am I familiar with them, yes. You are familiar with them? I've heard of them. The Oregon Ducks? Yes. Uh, they now have a porta potty toilet on the sideline for their players. And it's set up sort of like what the concussion protocol tent oh, looks yeah, like. Oh, yeah, sure. That's cool. They have a tent that where they can pee. I always wondered how players, I know Boomer said yeah. they would, back in the day, they would just kind of cover you with a raincoat. <laughs> yeah. I wondered but that too, how they pee. And- they just didn't do a cup, I guess. I don't know why they haven't done this earlier. Well, you know, it's weird, like, when we, uh, the only athletic thing I do is play softball poorly, but when I'm running around playing softball, my bo- your, my body shuts down from having to pee. You get through it. Yeah. Football's a long game, though. Yeah. College football can be, I mean, I know you have, you have a halftime. Yeah, you're right. College football games are four hours. And you're out there before the game. Yeah. Warming up. You go up. in, but you go back in before you come back right, out. Right, but that seems like a pain in the neck to take down your... I agree. And all the equipment? Yeah. You get the cup there? Well, yes. I forgot. Uh, pro football players don't wear cups. Right. Morons. Right. So it's easy for them to I don't pay. know about college players. I'm not sure if they're stupid, too. Right. But I guess you kind of... Well, never mind. Well, it must be hard to pee if you're hearing, like, the crowd roaring behind you. Yeah, because your body <sighs> shuts down for noise. My body does. I mean, here's a, I have a good question for you. Explain this to me. All right. So I have not slept the night soundly in probably five or six years now. Ever since Five or my, six years. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm late thirties. I got to go to the, get up to go. Oh, to the getting up to pee. Yeah. Right. At least once, most of the time, twice. And I only sleep five hours a night. Yeah. It's not even like it's a nine-hour night. So they say this happens because your 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 prostate enlarges, right? Right. And so it needs to empty itself out, I suppose, more. I, I don't understand it all, but here's what I always thought. This hit me this this morning. Okay. Like, got up to go to the bathroom when I could only sleep for two hours. <laughs> Unbelievable. I understand the concept of getting older and things like that happening and you getting the urge to go to the bathroom. But I always thought you would have that feeling and then you get to the bathroom and not a whole lot would come out. Like it was just like it was an overactive bladder. For prostate like, issues? God, yeah. Like, geez, really? You woke me up for that? That's it? Al, I lay down. I only had about two and a half hours to sleep this morning that I could have slept. I got up an hour, 20 minutes into it, and I went before I laid down so I wouldn't have to get up. I not only had to go to the bathroom, I was standing over the bowl for, I feel like, seven minutes. Right. Like, what is that? I don't know where that 
fluid's coming from if you're not consuming a lot of fluid. Before, I mean, I drank a bottle of water throughout the course of the game, but I didn't drink four bottles of right. water. But my point is, I can't get through that. But this is this is how it always is. It's not like I get up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, and it's like, wow, I woke up. For, that's it. Every you're not time, dripping. You're no. You're filling it up. It is as if I drank 64 ounces of water before I went to bed, and I'm fully awake then because it's like, God, a, a, stop enough. Right. And it just keeps going. Do you do oh. it with? I'll do it with my. Uh, now, first, I'll make sure I'm hitting the ball in, in the bowl, but then I'll close my eyes, trying to fool my body and miss. No, no, no. Like I'll get, I could hear it in the water, right. but I close my eyes, thinking that this will make it easier when I go back to my bed to fall back. Asleep. I do that when I have had some drinks. You do. You close your eyes, eyes open, <laughs> and then, but then you're closing your eyes and you're moving a little bit back and forth, Swing. rocking, yeah, because you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say drunk. I said I had a couple of drinks. I've gotten pretty good at this. Like, I get up an hour or so before I have to wake up. Okay. And I can fight it off and fall back asleep. I can, too. It's uncomfortable, though. It is. It's not a good sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I fall. I go fully no, asleep. I can't. No, I can't. When I have to, I have, boy, this is like old man radio. What are we doing? I'm, sorry, have, I, I'm sorry I brought this up. This could be a channel on Sirius. <laughs> old man radio. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Get a really specific channel. Just shows about old guys just going like, oh, God, eh, my prostate's enlarged. I took the blue pill. <laughs> Nothing happened, though, and here we are. <laughs> Even the blue pill. Don't give me boners. Where do we go? All give right, us a call. There's another question. Okay. You take the, I, I've never had one. You I take hope I never need one. And then. What happens if you miscalculate it, though? And nothing happens that night. I don't know. At some point, it leaves your system. Like tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> or do I think some, they have? Or at some point, does it stand at attention and say, "Take no. care of me"? It does not just get aroused on its own. It but needs when aroused. It does you're screwed? Right. Right. I think. So that's got to be really tough. How do you know if something's going to happen? I think you're rolling the dice. So let's put chemicals in our body and then roll the dice. Unless you've been in a relationship for a long time and you say, is anything going down tonight? That's really sexy. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? That's the equivalent of you going to the Borgata, getting in the room and telling your girlfriend, I'm going to use the bathroom. Should I come out in the robe or not? <laughs> no, normally what I'll do with that, Jerry, is I'll... Just come out nude? In the bathroom, I'll go, ooh, they have robes. <laughs> And wait to see if there's a response. Yeah, see if there's a reaction. Oh, put the robe on. <laughs> Unveil yourself in the robe. <laughs> Unveil yourself nude in the robe. Have you ever unveiled yourself and the reaction was, that's it, huh? No, I do it with the lights out so you can't see. <laughs> the unveiling. Right, I forgot you're not a daytime <laughs> sex person. Nope. I'm a nighttime. <laughs> with the lights off. I'm like a raccoon. I'm nocturnal. <laughs> what about morning? No. Ever in your life? Oh, yeah, but the problem with morning is uh, I sometimes feel like the morning. You feel you look like you're in pain trying to talk about it, so don't worry about it. The morning is more, I can't tell if it's for real. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I don't know. Sometimes my body's not ready in the morning for that. Oh, that's fine. Like, it may seem like it's ready in the morning, and then it's not really ready in the morning because it's tired still <laughs> or something. You need to wake up. Right. 
I, I like to be fully alert here. I'm not sure what we just did for 25 minutes. Me neither. I, I really have to go. I don't know what to write on this to, to podcast description. Old man issues. Okay, perfect. All right, Jerry, warm up next. See It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Here we go. Tuesday morning in New York City. Al Dukes is alert. He is ready to rock. What you got? Oh, hi, Jerry. When I fell asleep last night at uh, half of this uh, Giants. You made it to halftime. Made it to halftime. I did. Made it to halftime. I'm impressed. It was such a close game. And then I got up and I said, uh, Alexa, who won the New York Giants game? It was the Cowboys game. Well, I called it New York Giants. But you're a Cowboys fan. Well, Not depends. Really. Not, Not when they're playing the Giants or Jets. Right. Because uh, we need some winners around here, Jerry. And then Alexa. You're not getting them. They're three and 14, the two teams. Yeah. Alexa informed me of that, Jerry, when I asked her in the morning. And she said uh, the Giants lost by um, more than the six and a half points that I had them at. By 19. Yeah, 19 right. points. So yeah. that didn't... Closer that, game than the final score, though. Right. Well, because there was that, oh, by the way, touchdown at the yes, very end on exactly. a fumble uh, by um, Daniel Jones. Yes. He fumbles the ball a lot, this Daniel he does. Jones. I don't like him running out there blocking for these double reverse flip-flip gimmick plays well, that they do. you would not be good if you were in Baltimore than with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, though. no, I don't like that. <laughs> don't run the ball. Don't run. Right, you know you, who the these leading guys rusher for the Giants was last night? The Giant... Uh, Tate... Uh, no, Daniel Jones. Oh, Daniel Jones. Yeah. He had about 30 yards more <laughs> than Saquon Barkley. Yeah. What's up with that, Jerry? Uh, Cowboys run defense was good. And Pretty I, good. I don't think Barkley's 100% healthy. I really don't. Healthy? He's not healthy. Yeah. Although on the screen pass, he looked fantastic. But running the ball, he just looks tentative. He doesn't look like the kid from last year. If At least I, last night he didn't. If I could have uh, taken back my bet that I made where I took the Giants in six and a half, the moment after they picked off Dak Prescott seconds into the game yeah. and then kicked the field goal, I was a pro- I, I would have taken it back. I thought that was for the Cowboys. I thought that was huge to keep them huge. out of the end zone. You're and right. It didn't even bother Dak Prescott. No, because he only gave up three points. Right. Even after he threw the initial pick before he realized the Giants were only getting three. Terrible throw, too. Terrible throw. Like they showed the replay. He's trying to hit Amari Cooper on a slant. He would have been five yards short on the throw. That was bad. It reminded me, though, of Brett Favre. Brett Favre used to throw picks and kind of laugh it off because he knew it wasn't didn't finish him off. Maybe all, Dak you know? knew he was going to win. Right. It's almost like Dak knew, oh, I got this one mistake right off the bat. I'm good. Uh, he was good. He was really good the rest of the night. Yeah. You know how close? You know how uh, people that gamble, they think they can do it for a living? Yeah. This is how stupid gambling is. So I took Amari Cooper for a touchdown and 100 yards receiving. He finished with 80 yards receiving and a touchdown. And in the late in the fourth quarter, he was hit right in the hands with what would have been a 25-yard catch for a first down. And he dropped it? How do you explain that? Yeah, he should have caught the ball. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. That's how close I was to pretty significant chunk of change. Okay. Yeah, it would have been good. So stupid, though. That and when I don't, I guess it was a, I don't know if it was a swing pass to Barkley or a run where they got it down to the, it was a big run or a big the 65 kick catch. yard swing pass. Swing pass, yeah. And they got yeah. it down to like the 12 yard line. Correct. And again, field goal. Right. Just stop. Well, Cowboys defense is really fast and they're good in the red zone and they were last night. But you're right. Once you get the ball in deep, as they say, you've got, yeah. you've got to score seven. You've got to score touchdowns, yep. Jerry. And then this black cat showed up on the field. Everyone's That's when the game changed. Very excited about. That's when the game changed. I understand the black cat getting 
like let's say Wrigley Field, that stadium is in a neighborhood, right? In Chicago, yes. where there'd be cats around. For sure. The Meadowlands is in the middle of nowhere. Right. Where'd the black cat come from? Oh, yeah. Where'd he come from? I don't know the answer to that. And where did he go? Where did I he come know, from? Lo- where did he go? I do. Was that a new game? Where did he come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, I did like the fact that they kind of guided him back into the tunnel yeah. rather than trap him on the field. What they, what they do with him in the tunnel, I wonder. I don't know. I will say, though, because Boomer texted us the Kevin Harlan call immediately. Of the cat? Not great. Not great. You know why? Because Kevin Harlan is a victim of his own success. So it's a compliment right. to him. The drunk guy on the field, that was great. And because that was so good, this was okay. Right. And I got to go get it. Did you get it, Eddie, by any chance? I'll, at some point, I got to get that because I know Boomer's going to want it. We'll play it for sure. It was okay. I feel that way where with uh, Joe Beningo now, after every jet loss, everyone's like, it's going to be epic. And, and it wasn't like, yesterday. Now he's got to live up to right. this expectation that you've just put on him. No, I will say if Joe was on yesterday at 7 p.m. as opposed yeah. to this yesterday morning at 10 a.m., not yesterday, but Sunday, perhaps he had some time to sleep on it. He was right. angry, but he kind of relaxed a little bit. I was wondering with that cat on the field, like, you've got to be so careful now with uh, these... I look rabid. These animal do-gooders. Like, how are you going to catch this cat? Yeah, but did you see it, though? Yeah, he looked It looked like it was foaming at the mouth. Yeah, it didn't... Yeah, not great. Not and, great. and some of these guys are trying to catch this cat. I would not fight a cat see, with claws. See, I didn't claws. think anybody tried to catch it. I thought they were well, trying to just guide it away. Oh, okay, because at one point, I thought the state troopers were trying to catch him. Uh, I never saw anyone go grab it. I saw them kind of angle it, and they did eventually get it into the tunnel. I'd rather get attacked by a dog than a cat with its claws. Okay. I'd rather. I'd pass on both, yeah. to be honest. A cat declawed, I'll fight, if it came at me. It's got no claws. How's it going right. to defend itself? But it has still its teeth. Even against you. still its teeth. And it's wiry. Okay. I wouldn't teeth. be able to grab Like, you can't grab a cat. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Sure you can. you right in the They're neck. They're so bony. You grab the neck. But that's the thing. If you were on national TV grabbing a cat by the neck. But that's how you grab it. I don't mean you wrap your hand the mo- around the neck. I mean oh. you grab the fur above the That's how the, the mother cat grabs it. No, that's it. how when you go to the vet, that's how they hold the, the, the cat down. Pull your cat up by its yeah, neck. that's how they hold it to make sure it can't swing its head around. You couldn't grab me by the neck, Jerry. I have no neck skin. Very well, thin neck. You really have no body mass. Very thin neck. I saw this briefly yesterday, Jerry, that the NFL is a reports. This is just rumors, reports. Reports. Reports that the NFL is in discussions to move the Chargers to London. I thought they were building a new stadium with the Rams. Yeah, but I guess that's just for the Rams now. So you're gonna move, now, Jacksonville, I understood, because at least they're on the East Coast. You're going to move the Chargers? from. That's going to be a long commute for Phillip Rivers, who still drives back and forth to San Diego. Right. Wow, that's going to be tough. Huh? I was thinking of this, Jerry. Why don't we do this Sunday? Loser leave town. Jets, Giants. Whoever loses go has to you live in London. Jets to, to uh, London? Or the Giants, whoever loses. Why don't we have a team in Hawaii? Why London? Right. Why not Alaska? I think, well, hmm. Alaska. No one wants oh. to go to Alaska. They could be the Alaska Salmon. Like Huge right now, they could be. Right now, they could also be the Alaskan Darkness. Because right now, aren't they at about, what, 20 hours of darkness? Is that right, Eddie? 20 hours of darkness? Yeah. Could you imagine you wake up, it's dark, no. you go to work, it's dark, you see the sun for about two hours, dark again? <laughs> More darkness. <laughs> and then in the summer, I think you get 22 hours of daylight. Yeah, that I like. You really? You want to go to yeah. bed at 10 p.m. when it's sunny out? No, you just pull the darkening shades. Yeah, you, well, that's what we do anyway, I guess, in the summer. I, you're right. I could go with the 22 hours of sunlight a lot more than the 22 hours of darkness. Right. That is brutal. 
Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, that would be your pal all winter. Carlos Beltran was introduced to the media yesterday, Jerry. I do hear that you're supposed to say Beltran, like uh, that guy who used to do Howie Sunday Rose Night Baseball. <laughs> no, Howie. Uh, John Miller. John Miller on ESPN, yeah. Sunday Night Baseball. He would say Carlos Beltran. I hear that's the correct way to do it. Okay. Carlos Beltran caught looking. Yeah. It's Beltran. Right. How did Brody Beltran. introduce him? I'm not even sure. No, they call him Beltran. Okay. You know what I call him? The Mets manager. You know what I don't like, Jerry? And Terry Collins might be back. Yeah, that I would love. What I don't like is we've had too many losers around here. Giants, Jets, Mets, as far as managers. I'll use. Not me. (laughs) That I can't get excited for these positivity. That's what it is, though, now. Press conferences. what it is. Because it's all nonsense. Even Joe Girardi said it. What did he say? He said he's got to build relationships. No, I just mean positivity, like, things are going to be different now. We're going to do this. What do you want him to say? If you took over the Joe, let me ask you this. Okay, I have an answer. As the 22nd manager, yeah, we here at the New York Mets are pleased and proud to introduce our next manager. His name is Albert Hainsworth Dukes. Al, the floor is yours. Hi, thank you all for coming, but I have nothing to say. We'll see how I do. You're fired. <laughs> I didn't Who even hired this jackass. I didn't even move my stuff into the office. You're fired. Listen, part of life is being a, I, I hate to say this, but this is true. Okay, go ahead. Part of life is basically being a, a con man, a salesperson, and a liar. This is life? You're telling people things they want to hear <laughs> to appease them. Right. Do you disagree with that in no, some cases? I agree with okay. that, Jerry. Right. So. That's what we got yesterday. Again, we introduced Al Dukes as the 22nd manager of the New York Mets. Things are going to be awesome. Questions? <laughs> now it's like 1935. <laughs> I mean, Brody came out and said we're going to win many championships every year. You, this year and years to come. Uh, Pat Shermer Pat press Shermer. conference. He stinks. Adam Gase press conference. He stinks. All like, it's going to be turned around. And Kenny Atkinson is eating his earwax. <laughs> well, he's using his lip balm, not eating it. Well, either way, it's still on his lips. I think we have to take it a break, right? Lips. Or can we just go to lips. the top? Take a break. All right, we're going to take a break. All right. When we come back, we'll reset. Al is going to find a positive quote for you to start your day. We want you to smile and smile often today and think of Al Dukes on your ride in. So he'll have a quote for you next, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Cowboys beat the Giants on Monday Night Football. The Nets won last night, but the Rangers lost. Now the inspirational speaker himself. I present to you Al Dukes to get your Tuesday morning up and rolling. You wanted an inspirational quote well, that's what I promised for the Tuesday? Audience. All right, Jerry, this pertains to the Giants and Jets losing a lot. A lot of L's. I believe it was the great philosopher Mike of the Situation. Oh, Jesus. From Jersey Shore who said, we turn our L's into lessons. So it's a lot of lessons, dude. They could write a whole lot plan of lessons, with what's right. going on around here. But that's long, not the quote I was looking for. No, America. that's very inspirational. Not really. If I was Pat Shermer, that's what I'd. I would have preferred you to say, "How about we try not to suck?" No, that's not. Does not. That, that does have. We better, want what we have better. not got. Right. Turn your L's into lessons. That's not what people driving into work want to hear. That's what they want to hear. That was not inspirational at all. That was hmm. terrible. And the other bad thing, Jerry, about like when your team stinks. All the losers come out like Keyshawn Johnson. Well, last night the Giants had all their former uh, Super Bowl 
They Mark Bavaro was there last Mark, night. Oh, Mark Bavaro. Yeah. Justin T- Plaxico was there. Is that right? Yes. I thought you watched the game. I did see it. I keep, you know when you watch though on your couch and it, you doze off here no, and there? No, no, I keep my eyes open. I watch the game. Then you wake up, all of a sudden it's no, 37 so to 13. It, so you basically had it on. No, I, I did have it on, As right. you were fall, fading into darkness. Well, this is what I do during commercial breaks. Yeah, here's I, what you do. You don't watch. I close my eyes and then sometimes... <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I'm 50. I'm a man, Jerry. Yeah, You're like you're I, 90. I close my eyes and then... I wake up and all of a sudden it's the third quarter. Your flagship station for Yankees baseball, Giants football, and Nets basketball is also your home for Boomerang Geo.